0: Luca's Tigers and Bronze is brought to you by Hybrid Grading Approach. HGA is revolutionizing the industry by implementing software that will allow them to scan, analyze, and grade cards without subjectivity. This allows for consistent and unbiased grading. They have an easy submission process and best-in-class customer service. Their pricing model is simple. Pay by the day, not by the value of the card. And when they say 10 business days, they mean 10 business days. That's it. You want to know why? Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. (laughs) Kick off (laughs) today's episode. Woo! Listen, I I mean, I have... I've been home today because it's election day. I hope everybody got out there and did their civic duty and voted for something. You know, there are elections in years where it's not president. Um, You know, local government actually matters. You know, who you have as your local judges and you know, who runs your town and stuff like that. It's, it's actually pretty important. But I've been home and I've been chugging caffeinated beverages all day. So I'm all the way up right now. I'm, I don't know what the hell is going to happen in this episode. I got to tell you, man. I know you're, you're towards the end of the day. You're winding down. It's like 3.30 p.m. in Mexico. So you're like a half hour away from your bedtime. You're like an old person who goes out and gets like early bird ad- specials at Denny's and gets dinner at like 2.30 on a Sunday. I'll take the half a sandwich and the soup, please. That's you. I know you're going to go to sleep, but I'm excited today. You want to know why? Tell excited? In. Because there's still so much sports. Baseball, we still got the World Series. Are oh, the Astros are going yeah. to come back tonight? You know, what's going to happen there? You know, the, the Braves had a chance to to step on their throats. They're up by many, many runs. They're up, I think, up by four in in a deciding game Five up three-one, about to close down. They couldn't, they couldn't close out the Astros. Gotta give the Astros a lot of credit. You got basketball kicking into full swing, right? You got football was the trade deadline today. Really uneventful. I mean, Von Miller was a big trade. We talked about that yesterday. Um I miss so. when football
1: trade deadlines had some stuff. Like, do you remember they traded Clinton Portis for um who was it? Who was the cornerback? Champ Bailey. Champ Bailey. Do you remember that? Leader. That was kind of cool. There's a big trade.
0: I mean those were like the faces
1: of the teams for a yep. while
0: and they became the faces of other teams. You don't usually you don't get that.
1: When I mean, we don't. talk about
0: the Rams really going for it. We can talk about the Rams announcement. I mean, football trade deadline, football picking up. We got to talk about Mahomes last night. We got hockey, which nobody cares about. We got you know baseball is fun. You know basketball. We got People care. We about. don't know.
1: We don't you know, know. It's um, just like we got. A- just
0: like to say that you know we got the sports talk thing. Boomer eisen does a six sixty here. You know and 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 he used to do it with Carton before Carton you know got in trouble and had to go to jail. Um, and now he's back on the radio because you know everybody loves a second chance. Everybody loves you know everybody loves a comeback. Um, but
1: they used to say nobody
0: cares about hockey, Boomer, because you know they would talk about every sport, and their Boomer was all talking about like the Islanders, and they would be like, nobody cares, nobody cares about hockey. People are gonna well, stop it, working.
1: I mean, we know our uh, core competencies, right? Like people ask us, there's this new blockchain digital platform called Veve out there, which is mm-hmm. it's like a centralized platform where yes. you can buy uh, Marvel or DC NFTs, digital collectibles. Have you been on it?
0: I have. I tried to get on. It was a little confusing. And it's one of those things, right? I'm kind of dumb that way, right? It it, it does speak about the user interface and stuff like that and whether I give it a first try or a second try, right? I, Top Shot, when I tried to get on, it was easy to get on. So I yeah. stayed on and gave him my money. You know, Tops, baseball, like Wax, I tried to get on. I couldn't get on. I never went back. Vive. I did. I tried to get in there. One of the first, like Marvel type comic things, they had like a Marvel release. I tried to get in. I couldn't get money in. I couldn't get an account set up. Done. I couldn't do it. It was it was difficult. Um, so so let, me, set up- let
1: me frame this episode so it doesn't derail and go off. You know, like guys, we're gonna make an announcement can't about frame our the Picasso Our Lucas Tigers NFTs. We're gonna make a, a quick announcement about our Lucas Tigers NFTs. We have an updated roadmap. What we're gonna be doing with them for twenty twenty two. All that stuff. We'll talk about that for five minutes. Then we'll talk yesterday. I think it was five different underdogs won yesterday in the NBA. Not only that, there were three teams that were up by 15 points, and then they ended up losing. So, How next I, I mean, it was a crazy day in NBA. If, we, if you want to start off with that, you don't want to talk about it. <laughs> we have <laughs> Champs League. We'll talk a little bit yes. about
0: that. I mean, Champs League. Who can't, who can't go an episode without talking soccer? I mean, it's huge stuff.
1: Do you like soccer?
0: I like playing it. I would love to play some soccer. I am a goalie extraordinaire i give you five penalty kicks. You might get one in. You really? Really?
1: That's a bold statement.
0: I know, yeah. but I didn't tell you how small the net was going to be. <laughs> it to be one of those tiny little, like little indoor nets. Not going to be like a real one.
1: So, real quick with the tiger. Out well, of let free. me ask you
0: a question. Let's go Tigers. We're talking about hockey. I have a question for you. It's a real sports question, right? Because this is going to be everybody's favorite episode. I'm just, I'm, I hope I'm so. Off the rails. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on Coke. Diet Coke. Not the kind <laughs> you're thinking of. So. How come hockey teams don't go to Asia and watch sumo events and take the biggest sumo wrestler and stick goalie pads on them and shove them in the goal? And then say, okay, go ahead, score on us. How come they don't do that? Why is that never done? I need to hear your answer. That might be
1: that might be insulting to uh, what? To hockey goalies. That might be, that's might be a little bit insulting to hockey goalies why
0: why can't you just get the fattest guy in the world it doesn't have to be a sumo just because the they're
1: athletic player. they're flexible like the goalies are good man the goalies oh, are- have you ever watched a sumo match they will <laughs> whoop
0: your ass they can't they're sit that's why I went sumo because I knew where you were gonna go can't just, they, they can't the sit in that couch I'm sorry. It's all right. It's not really in I don't know it's what's going on, man. Yeah, okay. you pull your nose; know it's good. There's got to be some Russian saying for it. Like we're all going to get rich because you have snot. There's some Russian <laughs> saying about everything where we all get Russian rich. Not-
1: <laughs> Can I ask you something? If you were the host of a podcast, would you lead it like this every single day?
0: Oh my god, no! I'm only doing this because I I wish people will be watching on YouTube more often, right? I want we're- people, I because I want people to see your face right now. There are people listening and they're laughing.
1: Well, I'm, I'm, wildly, I'm wildly uncomfortable because if yeah. i was listening i'm am six minutes in my time is valuable and these guys are talking about god knows what 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 that is a legit question okay they're,
0: if there are sports fans out there right now it's a legit question and they're not they don't lie to themselves they've thought of that they've definitely thought to themselves how come I, I, I you know maybe there's a hockey person who would tell me there's something in the rule book but why can't you just get a gigantic person what would be in the rule book i don't know there has to be something against it, because
1: why would you just do it? The other well, team well, can't
0: score. All
1: right. Well, while you're talking, I guess I'll go search Super no, Wrestling Card. Put
0: pads and a mask and just no. shove the guy like 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 a cartoon. Just fat rolls everywhere and just shove him into the goal. And you can't get a goal in, no? All right. Well, I mean, well this is, is what
1: I do, guys. But believe it or not, this is how I, I do research. So I, I get a vote of inspiration from my co-host. <laughs> I go and I look up sumo wrestling cards. So there's a 1955 Parkhurst wrestling Look at card. that.
0: Would you look at this? There's sumo cards. Oh, my God. I have to buy this.
1: Why do this you have is- to buy this? Because it's amazing.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. I have to get it. I'm going to go buy it. That's crazy. No, but forget about it because it's hot. And by the way, that would make hockey awesome. Imagine turning on a hockey game and seeing – and listening to announce, well, the other team can't score because we have this tremendous sumo wrestler in net. he's blocking the whole goal. No one can get a shot in. Like, what would that do to the sport? And then the other team's got to go get a sumo wrestler. Then no one can ever score. And every game ends 0-0. Zero, zero.
1: As excited as I am to, to give the NFT announcement, <laughs> I know that we're going to lose everybody. So <laughs> Instead, let's lose everybody. Lose. everybody. Let's talk about Mahomes, man. They beat the Giants, the lowly Giants, but he still didn't look right, man. He's still throwing. He's still, he's still forcing the ball. So what's your analysis, man? Like when's enough enough? Um, When, if at all, do you think there's going to be a sell-off? How do you play the Mahomes market? Are you going to do a little bit of I told you so, even though it's a little bit delayed since you were kind of like two years late on it? <laughs> no.
0: You There's said... no "I told you so." There's no "I told you so." The only the the real "I told you so" would come if 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 Herbert starts to stink it up, um, because coming into the year I said Herbert was crazy. Mahomes is a little crazy too, but I mean, listen, here's a fun thing: Mahomes is still very young, right? And he's already done more than most people have. I don't know what the story is. I'm still waiting for some news to come out that he's either you know got a an injury that they're just not telling people about, you know, some sort of shoulder thing, you name it, um, because what's weird is. It's like he doesn't have a grip. You know, I mean, the fumbles were scammy. I mean, if you, he has 10 interceptions. But I think if you go back and look, not that this isn't it. Everybody gets bounced balls. But half of them have to be deflections off of his receiver and into the hands, just like the one last night. And we've seen, I've seen half of, them, half of them, maybe more than half, are hit his receiver. But part of that is, I think... He's trying to do too much. I think the team is trying to do too much. I think the team, sometimes you can read your own clippings. What's funny is, Kansas City has a great offensive line. They have a great offensive line. And when teams have great offensive lines, you know what they do? They run the ball. And that's boring. And when you have stars like this, right, they all want to eat. They all want to be fed. And nobody wants Gore running the ball. Nobody wants, because Gore's a nobody. He's not Tyreek Hill. He's not.
1: So, can I, when a team, so team's want so much, this is what they talk about with the ego. Yep. The goal no longer is just winning. It's how can I contribute the most to win? And there's a little bit of like, yeah, hey, give me too hard. Hard.
0: They try too hard. And Mahomes is doing that. And Kelsey's doing that. And you know, you have two guys out there who think they all should be the number one pick in fantasy. It's not fantasy, it's it's the NFL. The game is won in the NFL very differently than a fantasy league is won. Right, and you can't go out there. I mean, Andy Reid. You would think a coach like that, who's accomplished, I was going to talk about Andy Reid. Would would turn around and say, you know what? There are going to be games where you do not get your five plays called for you. There are going to be matchups where the defense is going to be taking Travis Kelsey out of the game, and we're going to have to figure out. A way. There are going to be there are going to be games where we go in and we're going to have to lean on the running back. I mean, if you watch that game last night, I would mean, replay it if you didn't watch it. Every time they hand the ball to this kid Gore. He, he six, seven yards. Like, they could have just kept doing it because nobody was trying to stop him. The defense was not planning to stop it, But for some reason, they went away from that, and they tried to throw the ball. I mean, that first drive was perfect. They just down the field, down the field. The receivers were getting separation. They were going nuts. Why I say Holmes trying too much and why I think he might be injured, their longest pass play of the night. You know what it was?
1: 15 to 20 yards
0: so it was like a 20 something yarder to Nicole hardman that was the tap pass it was the one that mahomes got directly to him and hardman was running in front of him and he tapped it to him like a half a yard pass that hardman took off so i, I don't see mahomes making those down the field throws anymore he's throwing a lot of slants a lot of quick stuff a lot of outs but not down the field like you have seen him do previously um and it's, I mean, it really is, it's, a, it's an interesting thing to watch because it's not that he forgot how to play football. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, you, to beat some of the teams they're playing against, they don't have to do all of the razzle-dazzle craziness, right? The Giants, it's okay. Let them run a weird wide receiver pass. Why? Tell me why. On that drive, the opening drive, where they literally have the Giants on roller skates going backwards, right? They couldn't stop. The Giants couldn't stop them at all. Why would you get first and goal, second and goal, and it's a 3-4 yarder? You've got Travis Kelsey. you got all these receivers. Why are you doing plays that are like handoff, reverse, throw it back, you, you know, like flea flicker type plays? It's you're in the – you're five year it's first and goal. I mean, you're in a goal-to-go situation. You don't have to get nothing. You're the Chiefs. You know, you should be demolishing this team. You don't have to, you don't have to be so crazy. You don't have to – and it's funny too, man, because I got to tell you, Coming. I watched after the game, they had Mahomes being interviewed. I think it was Susie Colbert or whoever the ESPN president was said, hey, you know, Patrick, you won the game, but you told me coming in, you wanted to have a definitive win. You wanted to go out there and, you know, and like basically like you know, silence the doubters. You really weren't able to do that. And he had to like backpedal and be like, well, you know, we wanted to just come out here and show that we could do what we needed to do. So it wasn't enough. Like, think about that. It wasn't enough for them to come in there and say, okay, we're a better team. We're going to beat this team. They came in specifically saying, "We got to cover. You know, we got to win this by double digits. We, you know, we're so much better than them, and we have all these critics out there. We got to go out there and we got to make these plays. We got to get Tyreek his yards. We got to get all this. I mean, why? Just do what got you do there, right? Do do the small stuff."
1: It's and, like, I mean, I would
0: read, I would switch the whole thing up, man. I would have the whole hand in the bowl off a lot more. I really would, because it would surprise the shit out of people. Shoot.
1: Oh, incredible eight minute monologue. But, uh. Yeah.
0: Can't be eight. You told me I was six and a half minutes into a before, <laughs> where, where you, we were going off the rails. Then you talked a little bit about some other stuff. And now we're only 13 in. So it can't be, can't be more than six. Uh,
1: No, I mean, they remind me of, you know, the basketball team that's down 20, has a a rough year and tries to make it all up with one kind of Hail Mary three-pointer. I hear what you're saying. Let's keep it moving. Uh, We get a lot of DMs about this, and I'm kind of surprised. Hey, Wilson is now Spalding is the official ball of the
0: NBA. I was going to ask you about this, and I'm going to shut up and let you go. We got a great DM. That's a great DM. And by the way, it's my play. So I want—I was gonna do it later because it leads into my play,
1: but perfect. You're the basketball guy. Well, talk a lot of PMC, people, a lot of people basketball. talked about this. It yep. wasn't one person. I no, think we had two a four or three years. people. Two or three people. <laughs> Cage when he's deep in soda, he has to mute so that he doesn't talk because he's so excited. Dude,
0: I muted because you told me I talk too much, and I know you. you know, at least this is a topic I know you can speak about, so I'm gonna shut up. Is that right? Did I say
1: that? <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm not sure what you want me to say. We got a ton of DMs and a lot of people point to two things. Uh, some stars struggling early on in the year. Lillard, uh, Harden be an example to the ball being a little bit bigger. This is insane. The ball being a little bit bigger and them changing the ball from Wilson to Spalding. So it's, it's, or is it Spalding to Wilson? Let me just double check that. Right? Cage, do you know, is it Spalding to Wilson or Wilson to Spalding? You could help me out and not put on Tiger. Or to the switch show. to Wilson balls. Cool. Um, different feel, Different feel, slightly bigger. So, And that's why scoring's down. That's why some of the, some of the players' scoring's down. Is, the, is your goal to make this episode as weird as possible? Dude, people are going to love this. But
0: I'm just going to let you talk. Let's go. I got some great stuff to talk about with this. Great stuff.
1: <laughs> go. We have no report this episode at all.
0: Yes, we do you just, you know, you're, you're, I, have, I have thrown you off your game.
1: Yeah, almost intentionally.
0: No, 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 man. I'm having fun with this. It's a great sports day. I'm having so much fun. And that topic, was, I mean, because we got so many DMs about it, it's a great topic. It actually got me thinking about, about where the game is going. We started talking about it yesterday, not about the ball per se, but about how basketball starts to look like the 90s now, when you have the Heat and the Knicks and the Bulls in the top of the East. That's a different game. And we talked about the rule changes. We talked about people jumping into each other and not getting calls. And the ball is another part of that equation, right? Because if it's a bigger ball, the smaller guys have a harder time controlling it, right? Hard time shooting it. The bigger guys who are, you know, less reliant on deep shots, they're dunking. I saw a great meme. I think it was Lamine James. I I, I might be giving him credit for something. It was like, say, who's got no skill now? And it was it was it was uh, Giannis making fun of you know of Harden, you know Harden saying, "Hey, anybody can go out there and dunk." Well, <laughs> you know,
1: I, I I did think about that. Like, are we going to see a resurgence of the big men, Right? Like, we, we we notoriously say big men they're not respected in cards. The game has gone away from big men too. It's been all about like chucking the shot from the logo. But with this slightly harder to score type of thing. And I don't know if that's official or not. You guys out there, let me know. Is it the ball officially bigger or does it feel bigger? Because a lot of people who've played basketball know that you can have two balls. They're like, they're same size, but one feels bigger. So I'm curious if it's, you know, effect or or not. But I mean, sometimes one's lower than the other. Lower.
0: ah you got it folks it took him a second sometimes you could have two balls they're the same size they one feels bigger than the other sometimes one could be lower than the other i
1: hope we go into halftime and come out with like a, a uh <laughs> right, so,
0: so what's fun on this right so what's fun of this Giannis has to be the play of the day and and let's let's get real let's get real fun with this right guys so we got some great dms um one was uh was a troubled t-roy it was one of the really good ones that we got right and he was talking about not just the feel of the ball, the grip of the ball, but also how some of the big men have a tougher time shooting free throws because of the previous ball, how it felt a little small in their hands and how a ball like this, that even if it's not bigger, feels better in a in, in a bigger, that even their free throw shooting is going to actually improve. Um, so layer that in, that's, that's pretty crazy, right? So, you know, I think Giannis is going to have a, a, an amazing year Already, personally, you know, um, stat-wise, they start real slow, so you might be able to grab some now before his cards kind of, you know, go up. I think you're gonna see them move up the rankings in the East slowly but surely. I think two seed for them is probably the worst that you're gonna see from the Bucks. They're just built differently. They have a great team, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, and the rules, teams are gonna have to put the ball inside more. If the outside shot is not going to fall, right, come on, dude. you got to stay with me. You're laughing. It's funny. I'm making funny jokes, and not everyone's going to get it. I think that's why
1: the Clippers struggle, by the way. If you look at that Clippers team, they're really jump jump, sh- jump shot-heavy team, uh, and they're really struggling.
0: But the thing is, I mean, will the NBA see this? Will the fans like this? Do fans want jump shooting? Do fans want – you know, it's not going to impact a dunker who was getting a better grip on the ball. Like, maybe this is why John ja Morant – whose outside shooting was never going to really improve, but whose athleticism and inside and, you know, the ability to get inside and score and not have to rely on getting fouled because he dunks the ball like crazy. Maybe that's why he's performing the way that he's performing. Maybe it's why the guys who play a little more inside have been stronger. But but listen, leagues, they can pivot on a dime, right? If people are complaining, if viewership starts to, to wane – Baseball made little tweaks to start the season. Everybody hated it. There was like a no-hitter every day, right? It was – you know, they weren't letting the pitchers, you know, uh, put snot on the ball. You put snot on the ball? Yeah, you're my age. You got to try anything, you know, rub a little jalapeno. I think
1: it's been a great start to an NBA season though. Like I think – I've watched NBA for many years. This is as competitive as I've seen it in a long time. Uh, and I maybe it's evened out the balance of power. You see more big men – the guards are struggling big men are succeeding i'll tell you uh if we just talk about the celtics man that was such a did you watch that game yep i did um i gotta, gotta i gotta give billy donovan a lot of credit because this team was put together in the off season you have caruso new the new lonzo's new uh, you didn't know how this team would mesh and they're playing incredibly well and they were down 19 and they came back and it begs the question i mean marcus smart he always has stuff to say I'm a little bit torn on Marcus Smart. He kind of annoys me sometimes, but I know he plays hard too. So he's you kind of get, he gets a longer leash. But I don't think Tatum and Brown could coexist. And I actually had a great comparison. Some people are saying Tatum is the new Melo. Any thoughts on that? You've seen Melo play. Melo is one of your favorite. Maybe you hate Tatum so much because he reminds you of. Like, I know the road you're gonna go down with Tatum.
0: I mean, he's got all the athletic gifts, all the offensive one-on-one isolation you know, that you can do. And he's going to have moments. He's going to have moments of brilliance, right? He's going to have big scoring games. He's going to hit big shots. But it's difficult to win with just him. And you know what? A Melo comparison is not the worst thing in the world. Melo just wasn't able to do it himself. He was never paired up with somebody who he needed to be paired up with. He was paired up in Denver with great players, but not a good championship partner over there, right? And, and even, look, at LeBron, you have to find somebody who compliments you. Giannis find somebody who complement. Middleton's like the best compliment for somebody like Giannis, right? You know, somebody who's more outside than in, right? Somebody who you know, who's a little more steady, a little less, you know,
1: you know, big guy, right? The issue Good with them. memo is nobody found a really a place for him until he was the sixth man, and even as a sixth man, like he, it, it's really tough to find a place for ISO heavy players, right? Yeah. Because they're they're very one dimensional. They need the ball in their hands a lot. They need everyone to kind of get out of their way, and they go one on one. And it looks flashy, it looks beautiful, and they have these moments of a flare and flash. Yep. But to build a team around, it, you need to have okay. I could work off of the ball and on the ball. Correct. And now you could build around it. I uh, I would be really nervous if I was holding Tatum cards. Not necessarily like nervous, like sell panic sell this week. It's just you know. History leaves clues. We see these patterns. And I can't now unsee it. And I'm curious if you guys listening agree. Is Tatum the new Mello?
0: Yeah, but I mean, the thing about it, though, is, you know, Mello refused to change. And that's part of the thing, right? Mello always wanted to be the lead guy. Mello always wanted to be ISO. It had to be Mello's way or no way. And it actually caused him to miss a year of playing time. I mean, he's now... If he hasn't moved up to number ninth all-time scoring, he's darn close. Um, you know, top 10 scorer of all time, missing a year. Remember, he had he set out. Nobody signed up before the Blazers brought him back in. And it was finally with the Blazers where he was like, all right, I'll take a backseat role. It doesn't have to be Mellow's way or the highway, right? I realize I'm, I'm not at that stage of my career. You know, if Tatum is willing to play a little more team ball, and learn to play off the ball and not be, you know, not become mellow. That's a cool thing about history, right? S- you get to choose whether you learn from it or repeat it. So I wouldn't be nervous about Tatum. Tatum seems like a smart enough guy to realize that it's team success more than individual success. But who knows?
1: We'll it's think- tough though, Cage. It's really tough to change like uh, the entire style of game, right? He grew yeah, up he playing. playing. It's it's a habit. It's it's a 25 year habit. Um, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get ready. Is Giannis your play? Giannis is definitely my play 100%. Giannis is my play.
0: Um, my mostly see. because, well, here's why I looked at the prices. Did you,
1: did you so, like just google? I don't understand how you came to that play. Well,
0: I'll tell you, I'll tell you. it was actually because of you.
1: Well, of course, but, but I mean, I've been you, told we, we why are, we are you jumping jump on the Giannis bandwagon now after he had a two because you jumped season? off easy.
0: Right. You, I you, didn't jump you,
1: off of it. Don't so, put that on me.
0: Yeah, you did. So I'll tell you. You want to know? Well, I'll give you the explanation, right? So so yesterday, you you, you insulted Giannis. You came out and, and you became a, a fair-weather Giannis lover. You became somebody who – and it's not just you. It's a lot of collectors now. It's a lot of fans out there now. They're gonna take Giannis for granted. If you look at his prices, they're actually it's lower the than they were. Most ludicrous
1: episode I've ever done in my life.
0: And and why? Why did you insult him yesterday? Giannis, who's the defending champ, the Bucks, who are the defending champs, the Bucks, who are the class of the East, were told by one of the most respected sportscasters in the business, Andrew Goldberg that the Knicks were going to win the one seed in the East. The Knicks, who couldn't even hang with the Raptors last night, right? The Knicks were going to be the one seed in the East. And you know what? It's a reasonable thing to say because Andrew is not the only one saying it. There are a lot of Knicks believers out there. There are a lot of people who have watched five games with their newly minted league pass and have crowned the Knicks the champions. And you know what happens when this happens?
1: Which is delusion. This is insanity. People
0: forget about the Bucks, and that's your buying opportunity, guys. If you check out Giannis' prices, he hasn't started the season off on fire, right? He's had one good game followed by one average game followed by one good game and then one average game. I think he's going to string it all together, right? And here's the fun. Giannis will be a buy most of the season because as much as Andrew got it wrong with the Knicks being the one seed, there's one thing he's right about with the Bucks. The Bucks know they're going to be there in the end. Right, they know they're going to be a high seed in the end, and the Bucks, I think, will take a page from what the Lakers have done. Go at 75, 80 percent. They don't have to go full. They got to stay healthy. They got to be there in the end. They got to go, and they and they'll be in the playoffs and they'll make a run at it. And I think that the Bucs will easily be the East representative in the finals again. So during the season, when Giannis is doing okay but everybody's cheering for the knicks or whatever the flavor of the day is in the east that's your time to scoop up your Giannis calls because when it comes to the finals again he's gonna be there there you go
1: i mean i agree with that i i I know
0: i'm glad you do
1: such a weird way to get to that point uh okay
0: most of it is from you Right. So, so, so one, it's serious and one, it's tongue in cheek. The serious part is you're right. I think, I think Giannis and that team realize that they are the, they are the class of the East, right? Which doesn't really say that much. The West is always, you know, amazing. I think during the year, you're not going to see the best of Giannis. We've already started to see it. He's almost like taking quarters off, you know what I mean? Because they know they're going to be there. And you've said this a bunch of times. But when you layer in the fact that when they're going at 80%, a team like the Knicks could have a week that makes them look like they're better. People jump off of you.
1: Better and winning the conference are two different things.
0: That's 100% right. 100% right. So that's why that's the tongue-in-cheek part, right? Because you're right, but people don't realize that. The people who collect, the people who have been in this for twelve months, the people who, who have Star Stock, take a look at what's going on with like Giannis's cards—not just the rookies, but look at like Star Stock—they're the, flat. The flat, at, they're or flat, was flat. a little bit down. down, and definitely a little down from the beginning of the season. Because what I've noticed, and it's not just Giannis, Trey, everybody else, everybody jumps in, and the only person that has stayed or slightly gone up is Ja. right? People, everyone buys in, and they they gamble on their first week MVP. And everybody that they buy, if they don't light it up and score forty points a game and be the front runner after week one for the MVP, people jump off, people jump ship, and it's starting to happen already with Giannis. And I think it's going to continue a little bit now. His prices are not going to crater. This is still now an NBA champ, Defensive Player of the Year, MVP front runner. Um, so his prices are, but you're going, to be able to, you're going to be able to find his cards, I think, at bargains compared to what they're going to be. When they're making their eventual playoff run. And that's that's my play. And when you layer in here, why Giannis is the play, when you layer in not just the Knicks talk from yesterday, when you layer in the fact that the ball and the rule change will favor big men and possibly lead to better stats for those big men, more success for those big men, it just makes it Giannis is the leader in the clubhouse, there, right? Because I'm not gonna tell you to go invest in a bead although Philly doesn't look so bad without Mr. Simmons. I, uh, you know, no, you know, they don't look so bad. Um, you know, maybe an addition by subtraction going on there. Um, I'm not going to tell you to invest in Joker because I really did think that was like a flash-in-the-pan type of season, although he, he looks pretty good also. I don't know if he's winning MVP again. Giannis is the guy. And if the rule changes or the ball or whatever it's going to be, it's going to make his numbers even better than they have been.
1: Would you yeah, get the silver? For eighteen thousand dollars in a BGS 95,
0: the silver's expensive. I was looking at not for not
1: for you, not for a guy like you, Cage.
0: I was looking at the silver. The silver in BGS 10. Uh, it was I think it was in the last PWCC or the golden. You know they end the same night, and then I get confused of on which one
1: is which. Um, I bet you're not gonna pull the trigger. I don't think you got the I don't think you got the stomach for it. You're you're out here buying like inserts from like 1930 34. <laughs> And no one cares Ooh, about. No, sumo wrestlers. I'm buying uh, them this right one now. says a Jam. Sweet. I like Jam. Okay, PWCC Vault added. The jams are in golden,
0: and I love those inserts. That's Jam. Those things are sick. Marberry, that's Jam with great jam on it. That's cool. That's a cool card, man. I actually pulled the Marberry one when I was a kid. I pulled it out of a pack with my brother. We had it. It's somewhere. I might even have it in my basement still. If you guys can tell.
1: We're about a month and change into this podcast, a year and change. Into this <laughs> and it doesn't look like we're going anywhere. So for some reason, sponsors and the hobbyists taking the liking to this guy, whether it's, you know, his eight minute tangents, is it's his giveaways at National, it's his charisma, it's his amazing hairline, no one knows why people like it, but partners and nobody knows keep throwing money at us and i wanted to make an announcement today guys we launched our lucas tigers nft reward program now you guys out there it's not going to be for everybody and that's okay and it's not going to include everybody but it is going to include a select few people about 50 to 75 that have bought into us from day one what we think is kind of our og community You know, when we launched this Lucas Tigers NFT project, it was audacious. We maybe knew 20%, but it was kind of like sailing that Atlantic Ocean, you know, when Christopher Columbus. We really didn't know what was ahead of us. And, you know, we've learned a lot along the way. It's also uncharted territory because this whole industry is so new. So we don't actually know what we can and can't do just yet, right? We're kind of figuring it out as, as we go. Not just us, the whole industry, right? Like this week is NFT NYC. And there's so many cool ideas coming out of it. You know, just the Board Ape Yacht Club, now they're selling shirts, there's merch, there's sharing royalties, they're making movies. There's so many interesting things that can, that strong communities can, can do. And I think we're just at the precipice, really just at the beginning. So what we're doing is we're taking our sponsorship money from our last sponsor with dibs, and we're splitting that amongst holders. Anyone who bought two tigers, simply two tigers on day one, or you could have two tigers have in your right account now.
0: Anyone who owns two on a date in the future will announce it, whether it's November, it's 5th, September fifth,
1: September fifth. You have three days. I'm not. I mean, November fifth.
0: No. So you. So you can go buy one right now. You can go buy a second one right now if you only own one. So anybody who wants to qualify this can qualify this. So we didn't take a snapshot this morning and said, okay, you had to own two. If you own one, you can grab one. You can grab one right now in secondary for cheaper than mint. You can go grab one in mint, and. if you mint one if you don't
1: own one right and if you don't own one we're going to do a mint one get one program so if you go to lucastigers.nft um you mint one you shoot me a dm you could shoot us a dm on LucasTiger Braun podcast instagram you could shoot us a dm on our lucastigers.com i apologize and you click on start minting you could mint one and if you do so shoot me a dm and i will gift you one as well so kind of meets the quota that way so those are just two things. We'll be posting a whole roadmap. We're going to be doing a cigar night next year's national with appetizers, kind of an open do bar. Do math
0: on this really quick, guys. Right? So right now, not I'm everyone's a good. math guy, man. But just just do one quick. If you do one right now, if you mint one now, with gas. Stop just, saying meow. Meow. Right meow. If you mint one, right meow. Do I look like a cat to you? Am I kind of a tiger all, cat? All hibbity bibbity. Am I drinking milk from a saucer? <sighs> <food? laughs> so, no. I'm stick tired. With me, stick with me. With gas, right? Let's just say a tiger to mint right now is high twos. Two and change. Two, two, eighty, three, Rounds to three hundred. Three hundred bucks. For that three hundred bucks, you're going to get two. Because we're going to send you one, right? So you get two tigers for three hundred bucks. And let's just say. There's 50 people who qualify for this. We'll just call it 50 because it's round, easy math. We are our entire DIM sponsorship of $5,000. We're going to distribute that to anyone who owns two. So if you go now and you mint two, if it costs you $300, bucks. you will own two Tigers. And if there's 50 people who qualify, you're going to get 100 bucks back. So you're going to get, for $200, bucks 2 Tigers. 100 bucks each.
1: And And guys, it's a program, right? It took us some time to put it together because it's not going to be a one-off type of thing. We wanted to make sure that we can do this, that we structure it the right way. And the reason why it's not just like, hey, here's a handout. We do generally believe we get a lot of our sponsorships because we have the best community. Right. So we want to give back. And uh, this is for one month sponsorship, right? Imagine what we could do with that moving forward. So very much looking forward to it. If you guys don't know, NFT projects are long-term. They're very long-term. Uh, this is if I were to compare this to anything, this is like website development in 1997, 98, 99. We don't know what Netflix is going to be, we don't know what the Uber of NFTs is going to be. It's so early on, it's gonna be so- us. It's
0: good. We're five weeks in, guys. We're not, we haven't even reached six weeks. We we, we released this on September 22nd, right? And within six weeks, we're, we're we we have signed up because of you. And, and keep in mind what Andrew's saying is 100% because of you guys, because of people who listen to this. Dibs came to us and said, we want to give frack packs to your guys. We want to give a discount code to you guys. We want to give you guys value and and have you guys learn about our program, our system, our offerings, and they pay us. And we're just distributing that right back to you guys for supporting us and for putting us in the position that we're in to have those conversations with these sponsors. And it's just the first one right? Just the first one. We said we're going to give you value. We've been saying that since day one. I know this is NFT talk, and we'll probably spending a little more time than you wanted us to on this one. And we'll get right back to the sports in a second after this commercial break. But guys, we wanted to make sure you knew what we were doing, why we were doing it. This is the first of many of these. We can guarantee you that. And there are, in the last five weeks, there have been tons of these NFTs that have come out, and they've disappeared. The team was anonymous the team disappeared the price went down the discord has been cancelled right that's not us and more will leave next month more will leave the month after and what will remain will be the ones that are blue chips and the ones that are delivering value for the people who are buying in and that's going to be us
1: we're we're working on a lot of cool stuff too like just to layer on to separate rewards look for a post this evening there's a lot of cool utility of our shadowy coder is working on cage and I, I don't want to kind of tease people, but he's working on an extension, a tool. No, we won't be taking all your data. So don't, don't worry about that. Where you can scrape the internet out and uh, we see all these prices, but the prices aren't always true, right? There's a lot of ways to manipulate prices in the NFT world. And what we want to do is work on a tool that gives us clean data. Right. We all know how important that is in sports cards. We're taking that model and we're saying, hey, we could also do that with NFTs. So we're working on something like that. There's a lot of cool stuff. Look for the announcement, it will be on Instagram tonight. Now, my play bargain plays, NBA guy that's, dude, I got to be honest. This guy doesn't get a lot of respect. At one point, he was compared to Jason Tatum, except his team continuously wins. Jason Tatum's team, I don't want to say continuously wins, his team has turned a corner. And that's obvious. The Celtics are kind of lost in no man's land. And honestly, this guy's market cap, if you want to do it that way, is significantly less than Jason Tatum's. Do you have any guesses who I'm talking about, Cage? Zach Levine. Nope, but he is good. I I don't think Zach Levine is cardboard relevant, but he is good. Mm. So this guy's going to be cardboard relevant, but
0: have a market cap of significantly less than Jason Tatum.
1: Yeah, with more success.
0: With more success. Yep. Wow, there's no way I will get it. Are you going Tyler Hero again?
1: Yep. Yes. Shoot. Oh. Devin Booker, man. So so let me give you some numbers. Devin Booker has, take a guess, how many PSA 10s, real quick? Of what card is based uh, The Prism, the base Prism. Uh, 2,000. 1,500. Cool. 1,500. Not a lot. Jason Tatum has fifty-four hundred. Jason Tatum's is 395 for the PSA 10. Devin Booker is sold for 540, 530, 560 for the PSA 10. So a little bit higher price, but way less pop. D book's numbers are down. You think that's the ball?
0: You think it's the foul goals? I
1: think that's a good thing. I think that's a good thing because it's it's the same, same thing that we're we were talking about. These guys are gonna adjust. There's a slight adjustment period. Mm-hmm. I think the whole Phoenix Suns team is adjusting. They played deep into last year's postseason. They have to regroup. And now this, you know, you, you have this emotional high of overachieving. And how do you rebound this year? But I'll tell you, man, this guy is one of those guys that, in my opinion, he works in silence. You know, not a huge personality. He's not always like p- pounding his chest. He's not doing selfies. But, dude, he's in culture. He's with the the Kardashian-Jenner family, right? He's dating her. Uh, maybe he'll be the first successful.
0: Yeah,
1: sure. But they're all like one family, right? You know what I'm saying? They all kind of repost each other's Instagram stories.
0: So let me ask. A couple years ago, were you also investing in uh, Chris Humphreys?
1: No. He was with that family too. Do you see Pete Davidson's now uh, with Kim Kardashian? What do you think about that? There's some rumors out there. that uh...
0: Listen. The world of celebrity... I have to tell you because I have now, thanks to our listeners, I have become a celebrity. So the world of celebrity, is, you know, it's it's you know, it's crazy. You know, it's nuts. The celebrities that I've been linked to in a star magazine—it's just nuts. You know, who is Cage with today? So I don't really believe it when I hear, you know, Pete Davidson's with this lady, that lady. I mean, you should see. The women I get linked to. I mean, no, guys, I'm not with Scarlett Johansson this week. I mean, I can't believe the, the things that just get posted.
1: How? Davidson, what did you drink today? Pete Davidson.
0: I, give him, give him some. That's a Staten Islander right there. Give him some credit. I know.
1: I'm good. He's in New Yorker. A
0: little Staten Island.
1: His stand-up comedy isn't the worst either. He's no, he's good. Uh, he's, 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 he's he's different.
0: He's good, and I mean, it's 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 got to be odd to go from Ariana Grande to Kim Kardashian, though.
1: Dude, he, he, he was um, with that lady from Click. What's her name? Remember the movie Click? Jennifer Aniston? No, but she's incredible.
0: <laughs> I cl- click, you mean the uh, the Adam Sandler movie? With Kate Beckinsale.
1: Kate Beckinsale. Oh,
0: the light's like, going down. Also better known for uh, for for the Underworld movies. Um, where I would have gone for Kate Beckinsale. So yes, he's got Ariana Grande, Kate Beckinsale, Kim Kardashian. He's he's moving up in size. He went small, medium,
1: large. Dude, for real, like is this like Ferris Bueller's day off? Except like,
0: you think I'm on the cocaine right now? So I'm not sure know. what you're on, man. Dude, I gotta tell you, I'm having a blast. My favorite part of this episode is how how shocked you are after a year and a half. Nothing that I do should shock you. Uh,
1: I will take the L on this episode. I was not prepared. I was. I thought it was going to be a casual L. episode. Listen,
0: do me a favor, guys. I want you to do me a favor. As you listen to this, we're 40 minutes in. We're going to kill it now. Andrew's play is Devin Booker. I thought I was being lazy with Giannis. He tipped the cake today. But I want you to send him a message. We're want to send a DM directly to Andrew's personal account and tell him what you thought of the episode. Right? If if you think this sucked, if you think wow, Cage was really off his rocker today. Tell him. That way he can he can send me a screenshot and be like, Cage, you're an idiot. You gotta tone it down a little bit. Or if you if you if you spit your drink out a couple times, if you enjoyed this, if this helped you on your commute to work a little bit, you thought this was funny. It's different than all the other crap that's out there, but people. I think you should just buy F1 carts because they drive the cars very fast. Yes. No, we're different. I'm clearly a little different. So tell Andrew what you think, because I have a feeling those messages are going to be favorable. We're different man. I'm a different breed. It's the most fun I have in my deck. I gotta let my hair down, and it's perfect.
1: Guys... <laughs> It's another episode. I don't know what to tell you. I hope you like it. We try hard to to take care of everybody. Everybody wants to be taken care of on day one, but it's not the reality. And and we're not going to be building a community of participation trophies, of handouts. We need a community that supports others. You know, if you didn't make the cut because you only have one tiger, there's people out there who bought two and be happy for them. Uh, we'll I find think somebody who
0: bought three and, uh, you know, and maybe make a deal with them.
1: Um, that, that's not what I was saying. My point is, we, we, we sometimes live in a culture where it's like me, 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 me. Sometimes you could just be genuinely happy that somebody else gets a benefit uh, and be grateful to be part of a really what I think is an awesome community where we all help each other, we all support each other. I mean, little things like, hey, where do you consign? Can you help me with this? I live in Europe. Can I ship cards to you? Little things like that that don't even involve us just be, be happy for other people in the community. It comes around, right? So uh, that's my final thing. I, I wanna let you guys know, as much as I, I love getting all your DMs, don't be surprised. Sometimes I'm gonna clap back with that same message of this is what we're building. Like, And we're not gonna build a community of complainers, whiners, and entitled people. If you are those people, it's okay to not be a part of it. Like, it, it's, it's okay. okay. Love you, Luca Nation. <laughs> Bye.
0: This episode of Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze was brought to you by Hybrid Grading Approach. Take it from someone who has personally submitted thousands of cards for grading. HGA slabs just hit different. They're top of the line and color-coordinated to match the card itself. The aesthetics are unrivaled in the industry. When paired with the ease of submission and the transparency of the pricing model, HGA stands alone as the best choice for grading your cards. I believe that once you try them out, you will agree. Thanks for listening, Luca Nation. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, Do us a favor and like, subscribe. And you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.